0: Before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by Date Night in. Get ten percent off your first date by visiting diapersanddisciples.com slash date. This is Diapers and Disciples, episode twelve On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a mom. I'm Ambro Hearn, and today I'm chatting with Danielle about how she and her family live out the Great Commission literally making disciples of all nations. We talk about her family's call to mission, the practicals of responding to that call, including literally selling everything to follow Jesus. Friends, you are going to love this conversation. Thanks so much for listening in. Here is my chat with Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Hi. It's uh, so fun to meet with you, and this just worked out timing-wise because neither of us are actually living here right now, <laughs> but we both just happen to be in town at the same time, so this is great, and um, we kind of have a fun backstory because our we were in a small married couples group together, and then our um, my daughter Lucy and your twins um, were born around the same time, and then... Um, with both of our experiences, it required a NICU stay. Mm-hmm. So what was so interesting is we um, had our girls around the same time, and then we're all in the NICU together and just kind of had that shared experience as well. So um, yeah, we just have um, just a fondness for you and your family as well. So, Thank you. Um, we do for you guys too. Thanks. <laughs> well, we uh, I'd really love to talk to you today about um, what you and your family are doing right now, because... Um, you very clearly heard a call from the Lord, and you responded um, in a way that a lot of us maybe have a hard time imagining what mm-hmm. that's like with, um, with children and a family to respond to. So maybe you could just tell us um, a little bit about that. Um, when you first um, thought to yourself, um, God might be calling us to being missionaries overseas. Yeah, so um,
1: the long story of it is how God called us through the unlikely place of HGTV while we were watching House Hunters (laughs) International. Interesting. We were holding our tiny babies, their twins, and um, holding them and just enjoying life with them, and we were watching the show, and um, I noticed Vince getting really restless and uncomfortable, and I noticed him being almost really frustrated, like, we had had all these thoughts and plans that we were going to live overseas before or after we got married and before kids came and kids came along really fast and faster than we expected and and so he he was expressing a little bit of frustration that that we couldn't be the ones buying a house at house centers international mm. and um and we kind of just started thinking like Oh, something, something is going on here. There's something here. This, this, uh, this restlessness hasn't gone away. We had been so blessed by a great Catholic community, by a great uh, family and friends in the area, and our two precious, beautiful children. Um, but there was still this longing for something more, something deeper. Like um, at a young age, we we owned our home, we had our pet, we had our little fence around our yard. It was the American dream. But something just wasn't quite right, and. So after noticing that that restlessness in my husband, we decided to take a year of discernment to kind of think about making a change, making mm. a big change. And during that time, the Lord uh, sanctified those desires so much. It mm. was really through our children that he, um, ta- he showed us and he taught us that it was in uh, the times of service that we were most fulfilled. We'd been blessed to be able mm. to do some, some overseas service prior to uh, marriage. And, and so as we were we were recognizing that in our hearts, we realized that um, really it was in service to him that we had found our most, most fulfilling mm. uh, life. And, and so he showed us this organization called Family Missions Company. Um, all we did was we Googled Catholic Family and Mission, and <laughs> Family Missions Company was the first one that came up. And, and we researched it online, and we said, okay, but this looks like a great group. And they happened to be having a conference at that time. And the Lord totally provided um, 100% for the cost of the weekend by just prior to us buying tickets, he gave us a, a mortgage refund check in the mail wow. for the entire cost of the plane tickets and the conference um, and everything. And so it was definitely his providence showing clear us like, sign. <laughs> let's, let's at least start checking this out. Mm. And we loved the conference. It was a really great fit. It was really great to see families living on mission. Um, like, fulfilling the call of the Great Commission, not only um, as individuals, but as couples and as families with their kids, like, living across the world and, and just preaching the gospel to really people who had never heard it before. And um, that just really stirred in us this this excitement, this desire um, for more. And, and the Holy Spirit then um, kind of didn't answer our questions at that point, but said like, let's keep looking, let's keep looking into this and being open. And so then that following February, we uh, went to a come and see with them. They're they're located in uh, New Orleans, or near New Orleans, in uh, near Lafayette, more in Louisiana, and. Um, we drove down there and spent five days as a come and see and checking out, um, praying with them, learning more about their lifestyle. And, and it was really there that, um, the Lord offered so much consolation and affirmation and prayer that this is where he was calling our family that, Mm -hmm. um, he, he spoke to us in ways that he has spoken to us throughout our lives, really saying, um, really showing us how he'd led us to this, um. that that the service we'd had um, found so much joy in as singles um, could be uh, also found as a family mm-hmm. um, by living this life and and so it was really there that we said yes okay praise God let's let's do this let's um, let's follow him and in this radical way and and he provided so much for us after that yes mm-hmm. he he allowed us the the ability to sell our home very quickly um to to get rid of all our stuff he helped he helped us to get rid of it and to pay some student loans and just it was amazing to see his providence and all of that and Mm. and uh and so just to to know like when we said yes like he was walking with us the whole time and Mm. and he's obviously been with us throughout this
0: whole journey (laughs) beautiful i love that (laughs) So so at the come and see weekend, you kind of, were you exposed to other missionaries at that time and got mm-hmm. to see um, what their life was like? So then um, after that, realizing, okay, this is God's call for us, what were the next practical steps? You mentioned selling your home mm-hmm. and selling your belongings. How did you go about doing that?
1: Yeah, um, we, so we went to come and see in February, and then we kind of knew the spring market was best in our city for selling. And contracted a realtor and, um, kind of got the house all ready and, uh, put it up on the market in May. No. Uh, yeah. We we wanted the very beginning of like April, end of April, early May. Um, and it was a lot to try to get rid of things, to kind of condense things, to make it look beautiful and, Mm. um, but he was with us the whole time and we got some help from family and friends and got the mm-hmm. house ready and uh we we didn't know it had gone on the market and I got a text that we were gonna have our first showing. <gasps> and oh, <my. laughs> like thank God Vince was home that day because mm-hmm. he we both strapped a twin on our backs and like got on our knees and scrubbed the floor <laughs> to like yeah. just make it a little bit more presentable mm-hmm. and Lord, it all turned out, and within 36 hours, the house was sold. And oh, my goodness, 36 yeah, hours! It was amazing! Wow, yeah, so it had like six showings <gasps> or something. And oh, my goodness, it was incredible! Like, wow, because we were kind of nervous, like, how are we going to do all these showings with these twins right. and like such little notice, but we didn't have to worry about it. Wow, amazing, <laughs> we did it.
0: Yeah, so then what was the process like of um selling ev- everything, really, detaching from your belongings and um, things that you'd received as gifts or purchased in your marriage and kids' toys. I mean, what, what was that like for you guys? Yeah, it
1: was it was really freeing in that we knew that it was everything. You know, we didn't have to kind of choose, like, what do I want to hold on to? What do I want to save? It was more just like, okay, the gospel says, sell all you have, give to the poor, and follow me. We said, okay, let's sell all we have and it was just this really beautiful opportunity to to live in like the gospel in a really radical way that Mm. we hadn't had the chance to experience before and um it was hard it was hard to look at things that I'd held on to for many years or yeah memories or gifts out like from our wedding reminded us of the love of certain people and so Mm. we took pictures of some things but we really said like we're getting rid of stuff not relationships Mm. we're getting rid of just like these tangible things, which come and go, and and yet we're holding on to the love that that came with, mm. uh, that we didn't have to to let go of the relationship, to let go of the
0: things. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. So then, once you had um, sold everything, and oh, something I totally forgot to mention, which I wanted to ask you about was telling your family and your friends about yeah. about this call and that you were going to respond. Um, how? What did they think of it?
1: Yeah, we chose um, to, to tell them early and often um, about mm. our our discernment. We mm. wanted them to just be not caught off guard at the end of our discernment saying, oh, by the way, we're moving. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we wanted them to just be aware, like, we're looking into this. We're thinking about this. We're praying about this. So they had mm. known for uh, at least six months, maybe nine months, by the time we actually made that decision Mm. uh and they they were really supportive like praise the lord we were really blessed that that they were able to affirm that this was something that they saw um that that we could be good at Mm. and and so that affirmation by by asking people around us that that's a that's a uh an element of discernment sometimes is asking people around you do you think that this fits into my life do you think that this fits into how you've seen and know me Mm. um and and so we were able to ask our family do you think that we'd be good at this do you think that this would be a good fit for us and they had known that we'd loved traveling before they had known that we loved mission and service before and so they were able to affirm and say yes it's really hard for us to to say goodbye to you but yes we do see that this could be a good fit for Mm -hmm. your family so we were really really blessed by by that Um, gift that love you know that affirmation that they were able to give us and it's still hard for them um i know and it's hard for us to be away from them too um Mm. because because there's that love there's that relationship there but at the same time um they know that we're called to this and that Mm. we want to follow the lord and and in a way um that's god's call on their lives too Mm. um because uh they're being asked to to make a sacrifice Mm. which is a relationship um, of, of seeing us on a more regular basis with children, grandchildren. And so, um, it's been beautiful to see the Lord not only call us, but to call them through our call, um, to the gift of giving a child in mission service. Mm. Um, and so I know he's been working in some profound ways in our family's lives and, um, through, through this call.
0: Beautiful. Hey everyone, just wanted to take a quick break to tell you about today's sponsor, Date Night In. You've heard me mention Date Night In before, so I wanted to let you in on a little secret. There are more Night In boxes. I'm talking Mom's Night In, a box just for you to relax, rest, and recharge. Kids Night In, think Daddy-Daughter Date Nights or Family Nights or Grandma-Grandpa Nights. And Faith Night In, a box aimed at helping you and your spouse grow closer together spiritually. For 10% off your first date night or any of the other night in boxes, check out diapersanddisciples.com slash date. And thanks for supporting the show. Um, so then after you had decided and um, you had taken the time to discern, knew it was the right fit, sold your home, sold your belongings, what then were the next steps in terms of training and preparing to leave and finding out where where you're going yeah um so we started intake in september of
1: 2015 and uh we had moved down to louisiana um in the interim time between june and september um god provided a home in st paul for us to live Mm -hmm. in it was uh um had been kind of part of the catholic worker movement so we were able to stay with homeless moms and their kids and kind of help support them in in the transition process um from experiencing homelessness to, to having a more permanent home. So that was oh, beautiful. a great head start yeah. into this life. And um, and then in mm-hmm. September, Vince left his job. And um, September 15th is when the training started. And so we moved to uh, Big Woods is the name of the mission base for Family Missions Company. And at Big Woods, um, there were five other families and... Oh, a very large amount of singles. I don't remember. There was 60 of us total. Wow. um, Over 60, like Mm -hmm. 65, 69 in our intake training period. Okay. Um, And it was three months of training and uh, we all lived in communities. So each of us families had, um, well, we had a a little apartment because we were the smallest family. Um, And then other families had a home. Um, There were families with as many as six kids, um, and then us as few as two, and um, singles would live together in either dorm rooms or trailers, and uh, we would have a very regular schedule of study and prayer together. Um, We would have some service working with each other around our community grounds, and uh, we studied the Mission of the Redeemer very closely, um, an encyclical by Pope John Paul II, We studied the book of Acts really closely, Mm -hmm. um, just did a very um, thorough reading um, of each of those uh, the Bible book and the documents. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we practiced um, preaching. Like we did a a number of uh, practice talks where we had to maybe give a teaching on. Um, something about the church or something about like maybe sharing our testimony mm-hmm. um, giving a catechetical sharing um, giving a, a sharing or talk from a, a certain passage of scripture um, so that we could have those um, kind of prepared in a, in a little portfolio for mm-hmm. ourselves should those need arise in mission And so it was a great chance to kind of practice um, how to share because teaching is a common thing that many missionaries are called to and then Um, we took a week, uh, I'm sorry, a month long mission to Mexico. And um, Family Missions Company has had a base in Mexico for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, So in General Tapeta we all lived in a very, very close community. Um, The four of us were in one room, and then many other families were kind of in this community area. And uh, we kind of, Put that training to use Um, we started going Mm. into the community there and and sharing and being um, praying with people and um, the men did some house construction work and the women did a lot of home visits with their kids and and on one of our desert days which is a day that we go out and pray uh, for uh, a longer period of time our directors gave us an envelope and in that envelope um, was a sheet of paper with uh, the Indian flag on it and we opened oh. it and it were done. Uh, You're going to India. <laughs> like oh, team India. And, um, Cause it, it, during our first placement, we were, were, uh, were replaced in whatever country or position or post that our directors choose. Um, so that was a very exciting time yeah. to, to see where they felt the Lord was calling us and to, um, we all got just so excited to bond with our new teammates in a new way. Mm-hmm. And, Um, then be able to focus the next, I think it was three more weeks of training. So how how is this going to be made real now in India?
0: Beautiful. And um, I wanted to ask the study aspect that you talked about in the training. Does that include um, if there's like a language that you need to learn or like cultural differences? Um, Is that what the study is? Or was it mostly like Bible study
1: Yeah, it was more a study on just teachings of the church, kind of the philosophies that Family Missions Company has learned over the past 20 years since they've been sending out missionaries. Um, They have that, they cease and your Teachings. Like it it is, it it is a little bit of cultural studies, like how to appropriate the gospel in a certain culture. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of the times we would hear like, okay, well, well, now you're going to India. You need to present Jesus to Indians as if He were Indian, and just kind of um, sharing a little hmm. bit more of like how how to practically be a family in mission, um, how to set up your home in in mission. Um, but then also things like the missionary must be the saint. So and and looking into that that's a quote from Mission of the Redeemer. How how does that happen? Well, we need to have prayer life. We need to allow the grace of the Lord to be at work in our hearts and our mm. lives. And um, so so very much just study of the teachings of the church, and that practical day-to-day life. Now, language doesn't actually come into play until um, you're in your post, typically. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, some people who have been sent to like Peru, they'll stay in the larger city of Peru and do a language sc-
0: okay, school there
1: for maybe a month or two months before they go into their smaller city post. Okay. Um, we had decided not to do language in India at this okay, point because... Yeah. English got us really far. Great. So um, it was more general in the large training for Mm -hmm. all of us and then more specific once we got to our
0: posts. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. So maybe you can just tell us a little bit about your day-to-day life in India and um, what it's like for you, um, what it's like for your family. Yeah, we we have a very normal sort of life,
1: I suppose you could say. Um, We have learned that uh, we, we operate really well on a pattern and on a schedule and mm-hmm. so um we have a schedule of a family prayer every day and that's been a huge blessing just in this life to to allow us that opportunity for family prayer and um we, we so we all get up we eat breakfast we have prayer together um and it's it's simple our children are three and nine months and, and so um we sing songs together we offer thanksgiving together we uh, read the bible together and then offer petitions and mm. and close in a couple simple prayers and um that's been just a beautiful um thing that the lord has brought to our family life and and then uh we start whatever we're called to for that day um a lot of the times my husband will go out into the community and, um, he likes to visit the elderly. So there's mm-hmm. a, um, a, a home for the aged near us that he goes to visit. Sometimes he'll bring one of our daughters and sometimes he'll just go by himself and he prays the rosary with them and just visits and bees with them. And, um, we'll sometimes try to have a play date with, uh, women in our, we, we live in an apartment complex, so sometimes we'll have them over mm-hmm. and, um they have kids and or sometimes we'll just go out into the park and try to be present um to our our local community there and Mm um on wednesday nights we have a catholic movie night so we invite uh, families around our complex just into our home we're watching the uh wild goose series right now which has Mm -hmm. been really great Um, we watch a little bit of the catholicism series um it's a really great way for us to um, just make relationships with people mm-hmm. and um, kind of make our home uh, a place where where we can share the gospel and mm-hmm. um, it's practical and easy for our family to <laughs> make that happen we don't have to take the kids somewhere else we can just invite into our home mm-hmm. um, sometimes we'll we'll take a weekly desert day um, so Vince and I will switch off. We can each go and pray for a longer time, Mm -hmm. Um, and while the other watches our children. Oh, I love that! It's awesome. (laughs) It's
0: awesome. (laughs) Yeah, and I can imagine it would be so necessary when your life is Mm -hmm. totally mission and to have that break.
1: It's so necessary because, yeah, the what people need when we're sharing is Jesus, not us. <laughs> you know, the Indians don't need to yeah. see more of Danielle. <laughs> they need mm-hmm. to see more of Jesus in me. And so I need that time to be filled yeah. up with him. And Beautiful. Um, and then one of our big family ministries um, is, uh, it's called Basilica Ministry. And um, I stay home and offer up the time that I that that we are alone. And Vince goes out to uh, the local basilica, which houses the remains of St. Francis Xavier and it's a huge tourist site for a ton of um, indian people from all over the the country will come and, and see this this interesting old portuguese church and um as as they're coming through Vince is wearing a shirt that says either he he has one that says can i pray with you or ask me about jesus oh, and great. um and oftentimes he like hi welcome to the church How, what did you think were you able to see st francis and they be like, oh, no, I, I didn't even know. And oh, wow. uh, so he'll, he'll be able to tell them a little bit about him. And and they'll be like, do you, do you know who Jesus is? Or have you heard about Jesus? And yeah, I've, I've heard of Jesus, but I don't really know much about him. Tell me mm. about Jesus. And people are so open and want to hear about um, the Christian faith and um, very open to to praying together and um, it's a really exciting time to to literally share Jesus with people who've never heard about Him mm-hmm. and who who really don't have any relationship, um, and just kind of be that 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 mouthpiece for the Holy Spirit. You know, it's really mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and Vince has been able to to work with some people um, to bring more local Indians into that ministry. And oh, beautiful! That is just. We we are so happy about that because like as we've been gone here visiting, um, the ministry has continued. So Mm. praise God! Like that's what we want. We want it to be able to to operate without us, Mm. and um, so that's been really cool to see, and reaching out and bringing in new people to Mm. that, and uh, the Holy Spirit totally working in that. So. Mm. Uh, and then we make lunch and we have naps and yeah. <laughs> we have bedtime and we have family walks and we have hobby night, which is a super fun time where we just, Bins plays guitar and I doodle with the kids and they either color or play toys and mm. it's just normal family life. Mm. you yeah? And we'll read stories together and have baths and get caught up in the busyness of raising kids yeah. too. So That's very normal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I love that because I'm imagining um, myself and a lot of the moms listening and just thinking about, like, our days of um, just being home with the kids or um, uh, running errands or Mm -hmm. making dinner. Um, And it sounds like in a lot of ways... um, that is what you're doing in India as well. And yep. um, inviting people into your home. And those are things that we can be doing here as well in the, in the United States or wherever we are. So um, I love that. I just think that's so beautiful. Um, would you say that uh, most of the people that you come in contact with have have not heard the gospel at all or has, haven't really had any exposure to Jesus and his teachings? Most of the people that we're
1: meeting now have been exposed. Okay. Um, most, most of our community are Catholics are currently practicing. Oh, um, so that's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic because mm. in India there's so many languages and so many people from all over the country and, um, that unfortunately we don't have the language skills to be able to, um, to really always bring the gospel to the poor you know because Mm -hmm. a lot of times in in goa there's migrant workers who come from um, many different states and speak some languages that even were we to bring some of our friends from goa to to translate they might not know the language or Mm -hmm. it might be a fifth language that they're working in so it's a little bit more challenging um and so we've tried to discern whether or not we uh learn one of those languages um or how we do that and we've just been kind of overwhelmed (laughs) in that um but but kind of like it is here we do feel like part of our call is to engage um the currently practicing Catholics Mm -hmm. into a more personal relationship Mm -hmm. with the Lord um which is beautiful and um and knowing that that they really have the skills that are needed to bring the gospel to those in India who haven't really heard um so one of our um, Team India, our larger community's, uh, desires and main ministries is to train and to send local Indians to India, um, to bring the gospel to those mm. who haven't heard about Jesus. Um, because really as Americans, we don't, we don't have, well, the political freedom for one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's illegal for us to be sharing the gospel. Oh, see. Um, so please... Anybody who hears this, don't share it. (laughs) Don't share our names. Um, Sure. And then the language skills, the enculturation. Um, We really feel that if we can help Indians to be able to embrace that Great Commission call Mm. to um, bring the gospel to, to all peoples, that that they'll be so much better suited <laughs> for mm. it. Um, so we're really excited to be having another training. We had one training last fall. Another training's coming up this fall to train and send um, men and women who are giving up, again, like like we did, like giving up their whole lives to be able to bring the gospel to mm. the poor in India, which um, is beautiful. We're so excited for them. I
0: love that. Mm-hmm. So So for people who might be listening today who think, you know, maybe this call has been on my heart, but I didn't know exactly how to go about it. Or, um, who something is resonating with them as yeah. you're as you're speaking. What recommendations can you give them for next steps?
1: Yeah, um, the the first thing that's coming to my heart is just don't be afraid and mm-hmm. like, don't be afraid that to make a big change like this. I think it's kind of overwhelming to think about um, everything that it can involve, but. Um, if it's the Lord's calling on your life, like he provides so much in that and, um, he's going to be with you every step of the way that Mm -hmm. there's no real need to, to worry or be anxious about anything. He's got it all under control. And, uh, and then to, to just, to obviously communicate with your spouse, um, and then just be open to what the Lord might have. Like, it's just so amazing. There's, there's families in family missions company who were very much more established in their family life, who, uh, maybe their oldest kid was ten. Maybe their oldest kid was even in their twenties, and they still yeah. felt this call in their lives and decided to move forward in it. And um, you are know, they're too young nor too old <laughs> for this mm-hmm. call. We've had some um, some men who are in their like sixties give up everything, seventies, you know, yeah. come and and decide to go to the the ends of the earth, like mm-hmm. with their golden years. You know, how mm-hmm. beautiful is that? um, don't be afraid. That's really what I feel like Hmm. the Lord wants to say.
0: I love that. Thank Mm -hmm. you for sharing that. Uh, so Danielle, what would you say is your favorite part of your home and why?
1: Yeah, this year we were just able to set up a little family altar, which I just love. Like it's right by, we have a beautiful patio that, um, looks out on some palm trees in our complex and, um, we have a, it's, it's a, a cardboard box <laughs> covered <laughs> with like a tablecloth and really? we have like a little cross and we stuck some pictures on the wall with sticky tacky and I love it. we have this tiny statue of uh the holy family that our youngest loves to bite the head off of joseph <laughs> <So> <laughs> he's constantly getting his head re-glued back on <laughs> And we've got a little blanket in front of it that serves as, like, a kneeler. And so it is, like, the most humble and simple little, like, easy little thing. Um, but I love having that, like, daily reminder as I mm. look at it. Like, oh, it's our family. Like, our family is about this. Mm. And um, just we, we try to turn to the cross and pray our morning offering together mm. as a family. And I love it. I love having it there. <laughs>
0: That's great. Yeah. Um, what would you say is something that you're loving recently. So it could be something you're reading or experiencing in your family. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned before, I love hobby night as our family. Oh, it's been sure. so
1: fun. Um, our girls are kind of coming at the age where they're trying to explore new things, new mm-hmm. interests. And um, I've had a lot more time. Like it's amazing in the simpleness of mission life. I find a lot more time to cultivate these interests and mm-hmm. these hobbies that I feel like the Lord is blessing me with, and so I've been interested in, like, modern, like, hand calligraphy, Mm -hmm. like, the the whole, like, pen, like, just using markers to make pretty words, Mm -hmm. and it's simple, and it's something I can take with me, and uh, it's been really fun. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I love that, and I love that you found what you said about finding more time for your hobbies, Mm -hmm. which I am I wouldn't initially think that, but I can see how, like, freeing yourself of a lot of the material things and Mm -hmm. just... It frees up your time as well. And it
1: does. That's beautiful. I, I don't have it. to clean a closet out because we have so few clothes. So yeah. I can doodle. <laughs> that's
0: awesome. I love that. That's great. Um, and so finally, do you have any mom hacks or maybe missionary hacks to share? Yeah. Um, well, packing light as a missionary is amazing. That's good. We
1: brought our whole family here for a month with one suitcase and a backpack and Mm -hmm. so it's amazing like the less you have like lighter you can pack the easier it is to get around And um and then as a mom like I found it so much easier for me to shower at night so that in the morning I can just be ready to to meet all the needs sometimes I brush my teeth (laughs) (laughs) but I don't (laughs) have to worry about Getting a, and then I'll try to take a couple minutes to wash my face, get ready, you know. But don't have to worry about like, oh, I haven't gotten my shower today. Yeah, took care of it last night, That's great. right? <laughs>
0: I love that. That's great advice. Um, well, thank you so much for yeah. being on. I just love what you shared, and I know everyone listening is just going to benefit so much from it. Praise God. Um, if people are interested in learning more about the ministry or your family, or maybe even connecting with you, is there a website they can go to,
1: yes, um, FamilyMissionsCompany.org dot um, org is what you can look at. I think it's org. Okay, I can I can
0: I'll link to it in the show notes <laughs> that just in case. So yeah, yeah great.
1: and I'll give you our um, our blog. Too, okay, perfect. That, find that sounds notes. good. No, so. no.
0: Perfect. Well, I'll go ahead and close us in a prayer. Okay. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this time today, and thank you for the mission that you've called this family to. Pray for all those that they come in contact with in their ministry and for their family. Uh, Lord, um, bring them peace and joy and, and safety in all that they, they do. And Lord, for all the moms listening today, I pray um, that you would give them the grace they need, the the confidence, the perseverance for all the tasks that you have with them today. And Jesus, if there is a, a stirring on Um, moms' hearts who are listening today to maybe consider um, a mission overseas or even a ministry locally. I pray, God, that you would just um, continue to pursue them and and present um, that to them in prayer and that they would have the courage to respond. Jesus, we pray all of this in your holy name. Amen. Amen. friends, thanks for listening in. I hope you all enjoyed this chat with Danielle as much as I did. I love that even as a missionary overseas, Danielle's life as a mom still looks a lot like yours and mine, taking care of her family, practicing hospitality, daily prayer, and serving those individuals God puts in her life. If you're interested in anything we talked about in today's episode, or would like to make a donation to support Danielle's family and work in India, Visit the show notes for today's episode at diapersanddisciples.com. We can't all be overseas missionaries, but an amazing way we can be part of the call to make disciples of all nations is by giving financially to those missionaries who are bringing the love of Christ to people around the world. I know yesterday the Catholic Church celebrated World Mission Sunday, and a beautiful way for us to celebrate is by sending part of our tithe this week to an overseas mission. Thank you all for listening in today. You are in my prayers. God bless.